Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! Christ, <laughs> what happened? I, okay, so like I can't hear all of the intro music, but I I because I I know the song pretty well, and so the last time the song before well. the before it's just the bass <laughs> the very, very end, I can hear Mike do the do, do, and it's the bass part, so I oh, know yeah. I know exactly when to come in the haze because Discord cuts out the bass part, but I can hear Mike hit those cymbals. And so in my oh, mind, yeah. where I'm thinking, I go do 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 do, do and then I know to start saying hey. And it's like the exact same time that you say hey. So like my timing is right on that on that last little riff. So okay. It, it makes, makes right. me laugh. <laughs> all right. Very good. Very, very good. Um, all right. This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where we take whatever band or artist we're doing. We we rank all of their records from worst to best. And uh, we give a banger from each, a stinker if we got them. And we try to have a good time doing it. And uh, But before we do that, we, uh, we generally do the Six Degrees with Tom DeLong. I didn't do it this week way too easy um, unless you got something I don't know it is, but so like I, even though we always say like it did is too easy like we should because friends of the pod do like to they do enjoy that, uh, the six true. degrees um, but Derek, Derek Derek Ribley who is from Canada he um, Canada, you know right. Avril Lavigne the Avril Lavigne with John Feldman Derek Ribley John Feldman but then also um, Derek Derek Ribley also did some stuff I think he produced one of Simple Plans albums, or he was featured on one of Simple Plans albums. Yeah, I think he produced one of the records. Um, but so did like Mark Hoppus. Mark Hoppus also was featured on a Simple Plan album. So okay, was, there you go. It, it, it is really easy, but I, we we should we should we should you know we should try harder. We should try harder. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, we're in we're in Canada season right now, so we got four episodes worth of Canadian bands. We've already done Rush. We're doing some Forty One this week. Not going to spoil what we're doing the next couple weeks, but it'll be fun. Next week's going to be easy peasy for us. But uh, yes, so my name is Tyler, way out there, hundreds of miles away. It's Jeff. And um, all the social media is at Asinine Radio, all that fun stuff. Go follow us, join us, subscribe, enjoy, tell all your friends. And let's just jump right into the rankings, the Sum 41 rankings. We're going to, we're going to, we're doing Half Hour of Power as well. So we're going to rank that as a record because that's what you did, right? Of course. How would you okay. not? Because some people call it a, a demo or an EP or some shit They like are that. fucking stupid because All Killer No Filler is I like agree. two minutes, three minutes longer than Half Hour Power. I know. I know. I know. So we're doing eight records. So let's start with their worst and a banger if you got it. So what do you got for number eight? Go. Here, here's one that like that people love. And, and a lot of people love it and I don't understand it. But Screaming Bloody Murder, their fifth album, 2011. Mm-hmm. This, this... Dude, this just sounded like they were trying to do like American Idiot. It so their sixth album, by the way. Not fifth. Scream Bloody Murder? Yeah. Are you sure about oh, are you sure about that yeah. dude? Yeah. Underclass Hero is oh seven and then Screaming Bloody Murder. Is their, is their fifth sixth. album? Sixth. That's your fifth there, buddy boy. Let me check your rankings. No, because no, their fourth re- their fourth record is Chuck. Number five is Underclass Hero oh, in two thousand seven. If, if okay, so I didn't Yes, I didn't, we're doing 
I literally just asked you, are we doing I know, half hour power? But I'm not saying half hour power is their first. I'm just inserting it there as an EP. Oh my gosh. Just say it's their first record. Okay. All right. Make then it easy yes, on you're everybody. Right. Yes, you are right. So, Scream Bloody Murder is their sixth record. Okay. Thank but you. whatever. This, this, album is, this album is absolutely silly. It's not doing... It, it's just not good at doing any of their iconic sounds. It, it's... I think this is fucking embarrassing. I think it lacks any sort of cohesion. This is just a record to stay relevant, and and it went absolutely nowhere. And it's uh, this record is bad. This record is awful through and through. I hated this record. <laughs> All right, my number eight is also Screaming Bloody Murder. It's not a very good record. Got no banger off this one. Sixth record, Jeff. Sixth record. Twenty eleven. We'll yes. And um, yeah, this is uh, this is just boring. It's long. It's unnecessary. Uh, this is, you know, after Steve-O had left, he, this, he had already left the band at this point and, uh, they had, I forgot Justin Zumo, I forgot the new drummer's name. He played on this one, I believe. Maybe Josh Freeze. No, whatever. Who cares? Somebody else played on it. Like Frank, Frank Zumo or? Yeah, Frank Zumo. Yeah, like yeah, that? that's who it is. Yeah, there you go. So I, I thought, I thought of a new term that we could start using and it makes sense to describe a band you mentioned Green Day. It so- sounds like like American Idiot. I'm gonna call it late stage Green Day. Late stage Green Day, I think, is a is a good way of putting it. Anything made post warning would be late stage Green Day, especially the 2000s of Uno Dos and Trey, and Trey. Those are, that's yeah. definitely that that's the best way to describe this record. It sounds like one like it sounds like Uno Dos or Trey. It sounds like one of those. Just filler, filler Green Day, late stage Green Day. That's what it is, and I just don't, I don't care for this at all. No banger, just boring, long and boring. Yes. So, what do you got for number seven? Number seven, thirteen voices, their sixth slash seventh album, two thousand sixteen. Okay. Uh, see, this one, see uh, what you did there? dude, this one's dumb too. Just all filler, no killer. Got him. I say that a lot. Um. So, so okay. So like, what what really bothered me about this one is some of the production tricks on this were just fucking absolutely awful. Using swells to tr- transition from harder, chuggier choruses to like faster verses that mm-hmm. like they didn't chuck and just look infected. Like that's that's sad. That's pathetic. That is sad. That is something I would expect from from like a top tier producer, right? But this was produced yeah. by Derek Wibley, and like he's supposed to be a punker. And, like that's just dude. That's fucking cheap and pathetic, and I hate it. You know what I'm talking about? Like that swell? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, God, it's just fucking gross. And I, God, I hate it so much. Anyway, nothing here really stood out. And I swear, dude, like three of these songs were exactly the same fucking song. And this was like supposed to be their triumphant return, right? Yep. They got got Dave back. And it's just, it's, this is stupid. This is dumb. I thought it was, I don't know. Dumb. I don't think it's it's dumb, dumb. dude. This album's stupid. I I thought it was funny that this was like the, the, the band. And overall, it was like the band railing against mainstream music and, and like, fuck, like, popular music. But, like, literally, literally, you are a part of that. You've been <laughs> a part of that since, like, day one, essentially. Pop punk yeah, music yeah. is a part of that. Don't rail against it. And then not, like, be a little bit self-aware. Dumb. Um, but I will say, honorable, like, Menchie here, because Dave does rip it up on the guitar. He does, yeah. Nothing, nothing quite historic, you know, but it's fun to hear him come back swinging. But... Like the band already wrote this album before he came back, so his solos are afterthoughts, and it's a little. It's like patronizing True. him. It's like, come on, man! Like that's but also that's just stupid. 
Tom Thacker, the the lead guitarist that that replaced him, he's a fucking killer guitar player too. He rips it up. He shred, man. He does. Both of them together, they're fucking solid. Yes. But I will say, War might be their worst song they've ever fucking done. I don't remember that song. Was War it one of their is, stupid ballads? Yes. And they have okay. a lot of fucking terrible ballads. <laughs> no. Dude, the song is on I think War may be their worst song. And that's off of 13 <laughs> Voices. There were definitely moments on some of these records where I would get like a minute into a song and I'd just skip it because I just I know what's going to happen. I know what the rest of the song is going to sound like. Well, and you just think it's like, just damn, cookie I cannot cutter believe you shit. did this. Wow. And you're still wearing your fucking punker pants, Derek. Come on. <laughs> take your peepees punker off. Punker pants. Yeah, take your peepees off. We're going to do this song. Take your peepees off. Yep. Yeah. That's good. Jesus. God. Damn. All right. So my number seven is Underclass Hero, fifth record from 2007. This album, to me, it was actually much better than I was than I remembered. I don't think I've listened to this. I haven't listened to this record for years. I think the last time I did was actually when we did All Killer. We did All Killer a couple of years ago. So that was the last time I listened to it. Um, and it it was better than than I remember. It still has some of the the edgier, heavier stuff. A little bit of the edgier, heavier stuff from Chuck. But there's a ton of American Idiot from Green Day. And I hear a little bit of Blink's Blink. And I never realized until this week how much they took from Blink and Green Day and just so mashed much. it into their own sound. So goddamn much. But you hear a ton of Blink's Blink on here, and it makes sense. I mean, it had just come out a couple years prior to this, and it was just fucking massive. So, yeah, Underclass Hero. My banger is King of Contradiction. It's just one of the shorter, more punk songs. It has that fucking super heavy ending, which is pretty rad. But um, otherwise, the album is pretty underwhelming. Pretty, pretty underwhelming. Not very good. So my number seven, what do you got for six? Number six, Order and Decline, their seventh or eighth album. How is Underclass Hero so high? This doesn't make any fucking sense. Because none of these are this good. Is so dumb. We're not, even, <laughs> we're not even in the good category yet. This is not a bad output, right? It's, it's kind of like a return to form for what we want from some 41. But honestly, it's just another album by them for me. I, I just, I would never listen to this outside of ranking these albums when doing some 41 on the pod. But it was nice to hear them actually get heavy and get like metal. Like that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Stuff we have not heard since Chuck. And some of the stuff on this album is actually as hard and heavy as Chuck. And some of it was actually heavier. Some of the heaviest mm-hmm. things they've ever done is on Order of Decline. But again, not that great of an album. It's 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 just filler. This is filler. But I do like to think of this album as a fun precursor to their next. I'm fucking stoked for their next this week. If nothing else, got me really excited for their new album that's coming out. If it comes out, when it comes out. I'm, I'm a hype beast, dude. That's what I like. So I, I, I am excited for that. But honestly, this album is not that good. It's just not. It's okay. not a bad output. It's not good. But no you never get on vinyl. Fuck no. <laughs> I'll never listen to it again. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, my number my number six is 13 Voices, seventh record from 2016. Like you said, The Return of Dave. We actually did this record on the podcast. Like I think it was maybe our fifth or sixth episode we ever yeah. did. We, do you remember that? I, I, right remember, when it, right I remember when doing it. I don't remember anything about it, though. I don't remember it. Yeah, I, I don't remember either. I remember us talking about the music video for Fake My Own Death with all yeah. the memes and shit. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, this, this album... A lot of it's filler, and there are some cool heavy moments. It's definitely more metal than what they had been doing the last few records since Chuck. Um, but honestly, 
I'll just spoil it right now. This album to me is kind of interchangeable with Order and Decline. So they just neither, they're both mostly filler records. Some terrible songs on 13 Voices as well. My banger is Fake My Own Death. I just, I really do like that riff a lot. Um, and the chorus is pretty damn catchy too. So yeah, my number six is uh, 13 Voices. So what do you got for number five? Number five, Chuck. Nah, I'm just kidding. That's silly boy I, talk. You almost got me. You almost got me. <laughs> Number five is Underclass Hero. And honestly, for no no real reason, because I don't really care about any of these. Um, Underclass Hero. So, dude, right out the gate, the title track is just no reason from Chuck. It's the same fucking song. Same exact song. No difference. Is it? And then the next song sounds like fucking Yellow Card. It's just... this. Dude, this 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 album is embarrassing. This is like the return to like pop punk and what made like some forty one famous. There's even a part in in uh, March of the Dogs where they say like the ladies and gentlemen, the president of the United States of America, like in the holiday, the the ladies and gentlemen, the president oh, of the yeah, United yeah. States of America. But then they end it with uh, uh, the president of the United States of America is dead, and they they get rid of like the little punk part. Like, come on, man, you guys are. <laughs> That you're past that point. You're past that what point. You guys like thirty now, and you're done. You're doing. You're just. Shit? You're, you're done, dude. Yeah. You're done. Um, I don't know. Whatever. I like that song a lot, but that that intro part was just garbage. But overall, I read. I read somebody say. So I. I don't want to take credit for this one, but I read that somebody said that this album is, is 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 perfectly encapsulated by one word, and that is derivative. This is derivative Ooh. of some forty one, and it's pathetic. That's and it's, true, and it's sad, and yeah. so all of these. Underclass Hero, so my, my fifth and all the way below that, I give all of these, I a give one. all of them a one at most. Okay. Fair. So people who, who this is the first time listening, we rate records um, by a three-point rate, our world-famous three-point rating system where three is a perfect album, two is a good album you're going to continue to listen to, one is a bad album, but give it a shot, and zero is the worst thing you've ever heard. So one, I get it. I I, I agree with you on that. At best. Absolutely. At best is the one. So did you have a banger off this one? No. no. It, it would have been March of the Dogs had that intro that, oh, ladies no. and gentlemen, the governor of California has the floor. More Green Day influence. <laughs> I know there's so much of it. There's a lot. Oh, man. I couldn't believe it. Um, okay. So my number five is Order and Decline. Surprise, surprise. Order, order and Decline. 2019. Um, this is just... You already kind of talked about it. It's it's a little bit more metal. It has some of the heavier stuff, like and some of the heaviest stuff that they've ever done, uh, on on this as well. But then there's so much just chud, just filler, not even filler banger, just fucking straight filler right here. Forgettable songs, and the record's not even that long. I think it's like thirty five, yeah. thirty seven or forty minutes or something like that. It's not their longest, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, order and decline. Nothing really there except for the song "A Death in the Family." That's just a great fucking metal song. The riff is one of those fast chuggers, has the perfect amount of melody that just, it just, it reminds me of a lot of songs from Chuck, but not executed as well. Um, but yeah, Order and Decline, that's, I got nothing more on that one. What do you got for number four? Number four. This is for real talk now. We're getting into the twos, stuff that I either have, actually I have all four of these on vinyl, so, but, but yeah. stuff that I, I, I do, I do really, really <laughs> enjoy. And that's all killer, no filler. Okay. okay. Their first official, second kind of record. This is uh, this is a time capsule of fun, is what this is. 
Jerry Finn produced it, and it's definitely noticeable. A lot of Jerry Finn tricks here in the early 2000s. Nothing bad, but like nothing here is groundbreaking. It's just good, good, good pop punk. It's just a good time. But there are it some is. things here that are just a little too safe for me to rank it higher than the other three. So the reason it's four is because it is just too safe. It's a little it's a little too easy. A little too easy that they're getting away with what they're doing here. Obviously, Fat Lip, <laughs> dude, that, that fucking riff may be like one of the greatest pop punk riffs of all time. Unreal stuffs. Um, but this week, Never Wake Up. Never Wake Up got me good. It's a, a good, good blend of pop punk and hardcore. Even at under a minute, man. It's just, it's fun. Right when you like realize like what's happening, it's already gone. Yeah, that, think, that chorus is so catchy. So like like the biggest takeaway for me from for our killer no filler was was this is a great record. I love this so much, but it's a little safe. It's a little safe. Okay, I get it. That's I get it. it. All right, so my uh, my number four is Half Hour of Power. This is the only so I would get everything else on vinyl. Um, Half Hour of Power is the only one I don't have yet, but. Um, yeah, from 2000, this is, honestly, this, I agree with you all, with All Killer. It's, it, it is very, very safe, and I feel like Half Hour and All Killer can be interchangeable. They're kind of the same record. I mean, yeah. They even re-recorded some of the songs. Um, just, All Killer is just a more refined version of Half Hour. It's, it's, it's essentially the same record. Um, and, the, and really, the only reason why I put All Killer above it was is because Fat Lip. Fat Lip's really the reason why. Because my favorite song off of uh, Half Hour is Makes No Difference. That's a fucking absolute banger. Um, but it has the 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 metal stuff there, you know, the jokey stuff, great pop punk stuff, just like I'll Kill It. It's the same fucking record. Same record. Great yeah. stuff, though. Yeah. So what do you got for three? Half Hour Power. There you this go. is a... Dude, it's killer. It's a killer EP slash album. It shows the full range of this band. It shows the full range of their influence. They did a fantastic job at incorporating all of their favorite artists and styles. And they do it in such an obviously cheesy way that it makes it more fun to listen to because they're not masking like their, their Judas Priest influence as well as their Green Day influence. It's fucking right there. Yeah. And so it's like <laughs> endearing. It's like these, like, like we did Sublime's, uh, Sublime actually. It was like, Bradley wearing his influence on his sleeve and it's it's fun it's endearing like you don't gotta dig deep for it and I also read that they originally wanted to do the track Summer as a recurring mm-hmm. song for every one of their albums that they will ever do after Half Hour Power just in a different style but they oh, abandoned really? that idea that. because it would have been too dumb for us as a listener but that, that obviously so that was cool. that that sounds like the, like the the management was like no you can't do that but that's amazing that would have been so rad. Has it ever been done before? Like, let's just do the I same song from the that. beginning over and over and over, just in a different style for whatever album that we're doing. That's fucking amazing. That is really, that's a cool idea. But I, I think the production of this is great. I, it's it's not full of tricks. It's stripped down to just the fucking band, just the music. I think it punches hard. It drives forward. And it's it's heavy. It's heavy and it's aggressive, even for like a pop punk band. These guys... Like we talk about pop punk and like you know like newfound glory is very heavy for a pop punk band. Blink never got that heavy. Green Day was never really that heavy, but you can hear like half hour power and then we do like the, the album of the week and then Chuck. Like obviously that stuff is heavy, heavy pop punk. And yeah. half hour power, it's there, man. The aggression is here. I love this record. You know, 
grab the devil by his horn and fuck him in the ass. Dude, that's that's <laughs> it. That's my favorite. That's it's stupid that's fucking title. Song. Stupid song. But it's amazing. I love it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, all right. My uh, my number three is All Killer No Filler, obviously. We've already talked about that. Uh this is just iconic pop punk record. It truly is. I agree with you, Fat Lip, that that riff is just one of the most recognizable pop punk riffs. I, I I would honestly throw it up there with Blink's What's My Age Again, uh, Damn It, Green Day's Basket Case. Like I, I would really throw it up there with, with all that shit. Or I mean, Welcome to Paradise. Really, really throw it up there with all the, the classics of, of pop punk. It's, um, it's, it's it's crazy, dude. It's crazy as how like a simple, even like all the small things, that like, like, yeah, you know what it is. This two oh, notes, fuck, man. Like that's it's, it's it's historic. When your yeah. shit's being played at Target, like in the middle of the day, you're historic, whether you like it or not. Yeah, I agree. And you hear a little bit of shredding on here, like on into deep, into deep. That's that completely unnecessary guitar solo. That's so, so good, winky. I love it, but it's just you can hear the metal on that on that song specifically, and some other songs as well. Um, I got three bangers off this one. I don't give a fuck. Summer. I mean, just oh, so a perfect, good. perfect pop punk song. Uh, Fat Lip, of course, one of the most, the one of the weirdest, most unique pop punk songs ever with the back and forth rapping. And it's just fucking weird. It's a weird song. And then Pain for Pleasure. How can you, they, they mash <laughs> like a fucking seven minute metal song into a minute and a half. And they did it perfectly. It's you got the drummer singing and then Derek's playing fucking drums and they create an yeah. entire persona based off of this and it's just they did dude. a whole like short like a whole like mockumentary oh, as the so band good. too so which we'll get into a little bit later but uh, yeah so that's my number three is all killer no filler so what do you got for number two number two is Chuck their third okay. fourth 2004 and um, honestly this is there's, there's only two reasons why this is not number one this is the, this is their metal album. This is uh, a perfect attempt at being a metal album, and like nothing here feels out of place. Even the ballads don't feel out of place. They flow with the album. They make sense. Yeah. I get it. But there's, I mean, there's two reasons why I, I, this is not number one, and it's some say in pieces. That's it. That's the reason I why this it. is not number one. That's <laughs> I get it. it. That literally, that is it. Like this <laughs> and 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 just look infected are like to me like equal equal counterparts like one is president one is vice president it's it's that fucking close but some saying pieces are the only two reasons this is not number one but even those even though i don't like those songs they make sense they, they flow. still fit within yeah they do they and it fucking bothers context. me after welcome to hell like that super under two minute song going into pieces i fucking hate pieces <laughs> but like it just some, it makes some sense. say it's worse though some say it's definitely worse oh god dude, both of those songs are just like what are you doing why did you do that why did you <laughs> soil this perfectly good album ah uh, but whatever this is dude this is this album is like dumb good i think this album may be like like objectively better than does this look infected mm-hmm. but does it look is. infected just has like my two favorite kind of things of this the era of pop punk but this is like this is like their self-entitled. This is their Pinkerton. This is this is what they're doing here, and it is impressive. It is good. Everyone is at their best. They are writing songs finally as musicians and not as like children trying to pretend to be musicians, and it is amazing. Chuck is Chuck is pretty pretty good. <laughs> it is. 
this chicken over there. Um, good. My uh, my number two is does this look infected? And that's our album of the week. So yeah. that's obviously your number one. So yeah. Chuck is I think is their best record. Yes, I I agree. Some say pieces are weak ass songs, but the rest of the album makes up for it. I mean, it it absolutely makes up for 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 those two songs because this is just a true progression of the band. And I felt like this is what the band were striving for on half hour of power. But I feel like they were too afraid to go metal because of the way they looked and because they had too many pop sensibilities, too much, too many melodies. And I feel like that's what held them back. But the way that they blended the metal with that on this record is flawless. Absolutely flawless. And I agree with you. Everybody brought their a game. Every single cone cone just kind of, goes with the flow, but everybody else brought their A game. Um, you know, Derek's yelling, screaming got better. He has some of the catchier melodies that he's ever done on this record. Um, Steve O absolutely rips it up on the drums. And then Dave's guitar playing. Great lead guitar playing. Killer, killer stuff. So Chuck is an absolute banger. And the story behind the record too, you know, all that shit that happened when they were in like Congo or some shit. Um it's a wild backstory. And my banger is the bitter end. That is my that that, that is also my banger too. That, oh yeah, I was I meant to ask you what your banger was, but this is my favorite Sum Forty One song. I mean, this is just this is their this is their like homage to metal like eighties Metallica, like Master of Puppets Metallica. This is their homage to it, and they fucking nailed it in three and a half. I think it's like three and a half minutes. They fucking killed it. I love Stevo's drum parts. They're so catchy. I mean, if, if your drum parts are that catchy, you know it's going to be a fucking good song. The stopping and go of the song, the stop and go of the song is just fantastic. Great guitar play. It's just fucking, it's an amazing, it's an incredible song. Absolutely incredible. And uh, the record, Chuck, is my number one. So okay, that's all I got. That's all, all right. I got for the rankings. So yeah, stay tuned. You know, like I said, still in Canada season. Uh, getting into some 41 and their album, Does This Look Infected? And... Um, Go listen to that. Tell all your friends. And that's it. That's all. Do it.